3: Welcome to the X-Zone, everyone. My name is Rob McConnell. For the next four hours, I'm your host and your guide as together we cross the time-space continuum to this place that I call the X-Zone. It's a place where people dare to believe and dare to be heard. It's a place where fact is fiction and fiction is reality. And uh, the Exxon comes to you Monday through Friday from 10 p.m. Eastern until 2 a.m. Eastern on the TalkStar Radio Network, Exome Broadcasting Network, UK High Definition Radio, Euro High Definition Radio, Star Cable, and our growing family of broadcast affiliates right across Canada, the United States, Central America, the Caribbean, South America, Pacific Rim, Asia, India, Africa, and Europe. Worldwide toll free 1 800 610 7035. My email address is xzone at xzoneradiotv.com. on MSN Messenger, xzoneradiotv at hotmail dot com, and our website www.xzoneradiotv.com. dot com. My first guest tonight is a good friend of mine from Toronto, Ontario. She is a clairvoyant. She is an author. She's a she's a real cool lady. Um, she's also the, the psychic for Christian Dior at the Bay in downtown Toronto. She has just completed her book tour for being mystic. Her name is Betsy Belega, and, uh, Betsy hopes to be nicer than Simon, but not as weepy as Paula. Uh, Betsy is also grateful to her publisher, O books of the United Kingdom. And joining me now from her mystical home in Toronto is Betsy Belega. and Betsy, how the heck are you?
2: doing great, Rob. How about yourself?
3: I'm doing super thanks, Betsy. Congratulations on, I understand you had a very successful book tour.
2: I had a fantastic book tour in Southwest Ontario. I was at Chapters Indigo Signing and Meeting and Greeting, as Mm -hmm. we say, in Stony Creek, Burlington, Waterloo, Windsor, Mississauga, Guelph, and I met wonderful people all throughout Southwest Ontario. The best tour I could have ever imagined. I'm so thankful and grateful for everybody who's making my book on its way to becoming a bestseller. I'm so thrilled. Betsy, who would no, ever thunk it?
3: Oh, I would have, because I know that you're a very talented lady and that you call it as it is. But Be- Betsy, for many of the listeners who are joining us uh, for the first time since you were on with us last time, tell them a little bit about your book.
2: Well, my book starts way back when I was a little kid growing up in the coal region of Pennsylvania, Mm -hmm. and I grew up in a coal mining town way back when called Shemokin. And in my book on the first page, I said, don't bother to go look Google Shemokin because there's no big business, no corporations, no mergers, no Mm -hmm. takeovers only about 7,000 people in the town. But it was there that I first began to have visions of the future at age four, which I thought were perfectly normal. And I thought every kid was having visions and it was just part of life. It wasn't until I became older and started to chat with my girlfriends and find out that, no, they didn't see visions of the future. Then as I got older into my teenage years, the visions increased, got stronger. Then when I moved out of my home and began school in Philadelphia Mm
4: -hmm.
2: as a teenager, I met a medium in Philadelphia and developed. We all have it. What we have to do is develop it and focus it. And that's what my book teaches very simple exercises in the chapters. Because people say to me, Bets, I wish I could do what you do. And I say, you can do what I do. You can see your own future. Just take 15 minutes a day. And I've included in my book... Simple, simple exercises. And I say, Rob, anybody that gets the book and reads it and really sticks to the exercises, you'll be psychic and clairvoyant within 30 days' time.
3: Oh. Betsy, stand by, my dear. You and I have to take our first two-minute break. Betsy, what is the website you'd like people to go and visit?
2: You can visit me at www.betsybalega.com,
3: And that's B. A-L-E-G-A.com. Betsy Balega and I will be back on the other side of this two minute commercial break as the Exxon continues right here from our studios in beautiful Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. My name is Rob McConnell. Don't go away. Balega is my special guest at this hour, exonation dot com. That's B-E-T-S-Y-B-A-L-E-G-A.com. She's the author of Being Mystic, and uh, we talked a little bit before the commercial break, Betsy, about, you know, you said that people who take 15 minutes a day, read your book, do the simple exercises, and uh, in about 30 days, they too can be psychic.
2: Well, I can't tell you the number of emails I've received From perfect strangers out in Calgary, Mm -hmm. out in Vancouver, that bought my book and said, Betsy, I even had a doctor email me and said, I'm having after effects of reading your book. And I said, what are they? He says, I'm becoming psychic. I said, well, I told you that would happen. Yeah. And I have so many emails to testify to that, little testimonials that say, Betsy, I can't believe it, but I believe it. And I said, well, that was my intention, because I don't want people to be dependent on a psychic. Mm -hmm. You can help solve your own problems and tune into your own future.
3: Do you find a lot of people actually do become uh, uh, dependent on their psychic, uh, Betsy?
2: I know several people that um, years ago, and I'll go way back to 1989, there used to be a girl when I was doing readings at a bookstore in Toronto, Mm -hmm. She was young, 21. She came every Saturday with the same questions, and my answers didn't change. And she she didn't realize it takes time. It takes time, and that's explained a little bit in my book. One of my favorite chapters, I named it, God has three answers, yes, Mm -hmm. no, and not tonight. And most people (laughs) want the answer tonight.
3: You know, it seems that people... Go to the psychic, and like you're saying, they they ask the same question, and this is why, you know, we, we used to have a psychic on every Friday night. But what happened was you'd get the same people calling with the same question no matter who the psychic was, and they were looking for the quick fix instead of actually taking the time and making the effort to make the changes that would give them the result they were looking for.
2: Well, I'll tell you, there's the woman in Beverly Hills, California. She's a travel agent. She's a real estate agent, and she contacted me on a radio show, and she asked a question. I said, you'll get two deals in September. Well, my goodness, it happened. She called me back the next time I was on this show Mm -hmm. and wanted to know more, and I thought, go buy my book, go read my book, go pray and meditate, tune in for yourself, but don't rely on Betsy. I'm not a real estate agent. I'm not getting any kickbacks from a Beverly Hills sale." you know, Mm -hmm. from a home out in California. That's not why I was put here. I wasn't meant to be a real estate agent.
3: Why were you put here, Betsy?
2: I I was just going to say, I'm put here to guide people to find their own way on their spiritual path. I'm just like a little human physical guard. I try to be a a guard. We we talked about this before the Mm -hmm. show started. I'm a little angel in training. Just trying to guide people. But so many people get hooked on psychics. They just remember hooked on phonics back in the oh, 1990s gosh, yeah, or whatever. Sure. Hooked on psychics. And you have to unhook <laughs> yourself. And, you know, some people don't. Uh, I've had some reviews, and two or three reviews that came in over the Internet, they, they all started with, well, I thought this was going to be a religious book because she named it Being Mystic in Touch with God, but Betsy Doesn't Preach. She doesn't. She's funny. She's got a sense of humor. It's a very easy read. It's Mm -hmm. not complicated. The whole thing is, and I challenge people in my book, detach one day a week, turn off the TV, turn off the radio even, turn off your cell phone, and go sit in a park. And it's nothing hard to do. It's very, very simple. And it's through the simple, easy steps that you'll find your answer without paying a psychic I truly believe that.
3: Is is there a difference between meditation and praying?
2: I think that when we pray, we talk to God.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: When we meditate, He does answer us. All we have to do is take the time and listen for His answers. Because I do believe when I, I the subtitle "In Touch with God," I don't mean that just Betsy's in touch with the other side of life but everybody can get their answers. That's what the book is about. People want answers. You can be your own psychic. All you have to do is take 10 or 15 minutes a day, send out your thoughts. When you send out those prayers, those wishes, and then you take your time to meditate for 10 or 15 minutes, you'll get your answers. You may sense it. You may go take a different route home from work and stop into a and get your answer at a bookstore you would have never been in before. It will just work out naturally. Your world doesn't have to collapse and unravel. There really can be order instead of chaos.
3: Why do we complicate things so much in life if life is really so simple? Why do we complicate it?
2: I think we do complicate it. I think we create our own problems. Mm -hmm. I really do. Or people, sometimes you have to you know the old expression, let go and let God. Yeah. Quit trying to make everything better. I get this a lot with women that they've had a fight or an argument with their boyfriend, and he says, I want my space for like a week or two. I just mm-hmm. give me like time to think. These girls want to immediately text him. I say, don't do that. Do not text. Do not email. Don't. Why isn't he answering the phone? Because what did he tell you last night? He wanted 10 days of peace and quiet. If you give him the 10 days of space, he may start to miss you. You know, a friend of mine, a male friend, said, how can I miss my girlfriend when she won't go away? And no man wants to be smothered with affection. Trust him. I do believe you have to have trust and honesty in relationships. But don't try to smother someone with affection and do things and buy him Hallmark cards or get him this gift or that gift or uh-huh. overwhelm him because he will pull away.
3: Best thing is, what's that old saying, you know, if you know, about a bird? Oh, you know, um, absence
2: makes the heart grow fonder. And, and
3: there's another one where, you know, if you love something, you let it go. If it comes back to you, it was meant to be.
2: Mm-hmm. And yeah. if it doesn't come back, it was never yours to begin with. That's
3: right. That's right. But that's okay, I guess, for people who are in a relationship. But what happens when it's a mom and a dad? And they've got little ones. Dad takes off for a couple of weeks or mom takes off for a couple of weeks. That just destroys the family uh, the family um, values yeah, and the it dynamics. Does. So, so what, would a, what would a married man or a married woman do in this case?
2: I do believe, well, I have um, a section in my book Mm -hmm. about, it's called Psalms to Solve Problems, and there's one that when a woman wants to heal her marriage or relationship, she says this particular psalm. If a man wants to resolve issues with his wife or his partner, he prays another particular psalm. And I do believe in healing, and I hope that whoever gets my book realizes that, I did ask God to give healing and power, not to me, but to everybody who gets my book, and give them healing and restructure their lives, whether it's a physical healing, Mm -hmm. an emotional healing, a relationship healing, maybe you need a career healing. But there's healing energy all around us, surrounding us. We just have to tap into it, and it's very easy to do. You know, they say... um, ask and you shall receive, and I do believe that, that when I try to tell this to people, but I know it's human nature, if their boyfriend or husband or wife or girlfriend picks up and leaves the family, I say one sentence or two words, don't panic. And then I explain, it's human nature to react and to panic and embrace and think and expect the worst. But in my little book, I say, Expect the best because your thoughts will create. You'll create what you believe. Mm-hmm. And if you believe, oh bets he'll never come back then and you he won't keep saying that and he'll never come back. Yeah. But if you truly can visualize, I have a chapter on visualization and that words are powerful, thoughts or things. What we think about, we create our reality. So always say, and never say anything bad, never say the H word, never Mm -hmm. say you hate someone, you hate your boss, don't say that. Bless them. Even if you almost have to choke on those words, bless everybody and everything in your life, and you'll see the entire situation turn around. It'll do a 180 degree turn.
3: Being a psychic, has this... Brought you closer to your spiritual beliefs and what religion means to you?
2: Well, someone someone I met in Burlington, in Stony Creek, Mm -hmm. a woman came up to me and she said, oh, your book is so religious. I looked at her, I said, no, it's spiritual. There's a difference between, you ask most people, and they say, I'm not religious, but I am spiritual. And I think when we say that, we mean that some religions give us law i know there's ten commandments but rules and and dogmas and this and that and the letter of the law where i heard a preacher say a few years ago jesus never came to earth to to establish religion he came to teach us to love one another and i think that's religion and spirituality in a nutshell love Mm -hmm. love is the strongest emotion on earth and i would tell people There's two powerful emotions. One is love. One is fear. So when you turn on the news and they say, oh, it looks like there's another recession Mm. is looming. You know what? I turn off the TV and I say, God, thank you for everything I have. Because I've learned that what I thank him for, I get even more of. It's unbelievable, but true. It's so easy. And maybe people think, oh, Beth, it's Mm -hmm. easy for you. But just start to practice an attitude of gratitude, and you'll never be without. I read an old book from 1929, an old metaphysical book. The first sentence was, the day you were born, God gave you everything you needed to live your life. And I thought, wow, this was written in the heart of the Depression, the beginning of the Depression. I have to remember that. The day I was born, I came equipped. I didn't have a McMansion, but I didn't need a McMansion. Listen, That's not uh, why I came.
3: Betsy, you and I have to take our news break at the bottom of the hour. Explanation: Betsy Belega, a great lady in Toronto, Ontario. Her website is www.betsybelega.com. She's the author of Being Mystic. I'll be back on the other side of this commercial break with the news with Betsy Belega as we continue from our studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. Don't go away. the X-Zone, a place where fact is fiction, and fiction is reality. Now, here's your host, Rob McConnell.
5: I was working in the lab late one night, when my eyes beheld and sight, for my monster from his slab began to rise, and suddenly, to my surprise, he did the mash. He did the monster mash. mash. It was a graveyard smash.
0: He did the mash.
5: He caught on in a flash. He did the
0: mash.
5: He did the monster mash. To my love, Notary, in the castle east, to the master bedroom where the vampires feast. Humble abodes wow. to catch a jolt from my electrode. They
4: did the mash.
5: They did the monster mash. The
4: monster mash.
5: It was a graveyard smash. They did the mash.
3: And welcome back to the Exxon everyone. Betsy bolega is my special guest. Betsy is a psychic and clairvoyant in Toronto, Ontario. She's also an author. Her first book. Being Mystic is now available. Um, Betsy just finished her first book tour in southwestern Ontario. And if you'd like to find out more information about Betsy, if you'd like to contact Betsy for a private one on one consultation, her website is B E T S Y B A L E G A dot com. That's Betsy Balega dot com. Betsy, Halloween is right around the corner. What are your feelings about Halloween and how do you, Betsy Balega, celebrate Halloween?
2: well i'll tell you that's the night where the veil between the two worlds is the thinnest, mm. so anybody who wants to contact even if you don't think you're a medium that's the night of the year that's your best chance to connect with the other side and you'll you may find for everybody in the ex nation you may find during i 'll say a three day period of of say the the thirtieth the 29th, the 30th, the 31st, where objects in your home might move. You could swear you put your keys on the Mm -hmm. table, they've disappeared. There's a black hole. And that's just spirit. I shouldn't say it's just spirit. Just spirit, But that's spirit trying to get your attention. But that's the easiest time where the energies are just right for them to make the break through the veil.
3: Bessie, a lot of people, if they saw what you were just describing, would be scared out of their wits. How did, how should people prepare themselves for a paranormal encounter?
2: Well, I always was taught by my teachers, no matter what you do, whether you're driving in a car, whether you're mm-hmm. leaving your home, always surround yourself in white light for protection. Recently, I started to do... I started to assist... Um, ghostbuster in toronto and i've taught him always surround yourself by white light because he happens to spend a lot of time in cemeteries so i just want to tell people sometimes even if you walk through a cemetery during the daytime it's very very possible you can bring a spirit home with you and i know about five people in toronto they love mount pleasant cemetery but I have five friends who, after they, you know, strove
4: through, mm-hmm.
2: uh, bicycled through, or spent an afternoon there reading a book, strange paranormal things started to happen in their homes, and I had to come over and help bless and cleanse their home Because the spirits that they brought
4: mm-hmm.
2: weren't anybody that they knew. But miss, I'll say mischievous, not, not evil or anything, but just up to mischief. So always, for all the X Zone Nation listeners out there, remember to surround yourself from the top of your head, your crown chakra, to the bottoms of your feet with white light for protection.
3: Betsy, when you when you go out and and help your friend um, on his ghostly research, has there ever you know what, what what have you seen? What kind of ghostly activity have you witnessed?
2: Well, there was a woman on the east side of Toronto and she had ghostly activity, and she was very, very afraid, but when we went a few months ago and investigated, it turned out that there had been a man and a wife who had had a volatile marriage, and the woman had been abused, and I saw this woman, I would say it was back in the 1950s, and she actually died mm-hmm. in the house. Oh, heavens. And she, she rests in a, her body rests in a cemetery in Toronto, but her spirit just couldn't leave the house where she had suffered all of this abuse. But we blessed her and sent her into the light. And then after we did this cleansing, mm-hmm. the activity stopped, and the woman that lives in the house now is perfectly happy.
3: Betsy, how is it that some spirits get left behind and other spirits go right to the other side?
2: I think what I've experienced in Mm -hmm. my investigations is people that, what you believe you'll receive, not just on Earth but in the afterlife, a lot of people are prepared. They expect to go to a higher vibration, if you want to call it heaven, um, the astral realm, and they expect to get... They expect, and I certainly expect to see my relatives, um, and they expect to have a nice homecoming, a nice reunion with all their family and friends. Then there are many people who I will say die unexpectedly or what mm-hmm. they may think it's before their time, but I think we have a time to commit and a time to make our exit. Or people that die violently, that are murdered, that don't leave the scene of the crime. And a lot of times, this is strange, but I do, um, sometimes I help out on police work, and the strangest thing that happened to me was, a few years ago I was sitting in a coffee shop in Toronto, and a spirit of a man came up to me and said, I was shot through the head with a hollowed out bullet. And I thought, oh my gosh, I'm watching too many TV crime shows, I've got to stop that. This spirit gave me information, He gave me the name of a woman, the state she lived in, which was Wyoming. He named her. He mentioned some other things, and then he left. That afternoon, I was out, but I got home around 6.30. There's a message on my machine. This has got to be the strangest thing that ever happened to me. This woman says, Betsy? My husband was shot through the head with a hollowed-out bullet. She gives me her name which was the name that the ghost gave me. She told me she lives in Wyoming, which I'm going, I, by this time I'm going, I can't believe this, but I believe this. And she wanted me to take this case. It was so, but I will say, I will say it involved unsavory characters such as gangs, uh, like motorcycle gangs. And I just thought, you know what? I'm going to give this to 48 Hour Mysteries, and if they want to investigate it, they can investigate it. But I think I'll just pass on this because I don't need any motorcycle gang finding Betsy Belega in Toronto.
4: Mm. You know, I
2: think I'll pass on that. But I kept this message on my telephone. I have it to this day just to prove that I'm not lying. I didn't make this strange story up. You know, they say, Rob, truth is stranger than fiction.
3: Oh, tell me about it.
2: Oh, yes. And I'm yeah. sure being the host of Exxon, you've learned that I sure many have. times over.
3: I sure have. I'd also like to talk to you, Betsy, about what your take or what your feelings are on December the 21st, 2012. We're getting down to the crunch. We're just a little over a year. I think we're 437 days to uh, to December the 21st, 2012 at 11.11 11, a.m. There are those people who say it's doom and gloom, the end of the world, to be the apocalypse as described in the Bible. Other people are saying it's just the Next step in our evolution, where we're caterpillars today, come December the 21st, 2012, we all leave our cocoon and we take on a new era. What does Betsy Belega think?
2: I'll go with the latter rather than the former. I don't believe it's the end of the world, Mm -hmm. and I think there are fear mongers out there trying to scare the living daylights out of us. I'm not afraid. And I, I feel that we are, the Earth is, and the people on the Earth are in a stage of transition. And I do think, and this is in the Bible, that you're going to see more crazy wild weather, more tsunamis, more earthquakes. I do believe that there will be earth changes. I don't know when the pole shift will be, but I do expect it could be in my lifetime. But I'm not going to panic. I'm not going to quit my job. Mm -hmm. I spoke to a woman the other day. She said everybody should quit their job. I don't think everybody can afford to quit their jobs right now. But people will be guided what to do. You'll know what to do intuitively, that small, still voice, that sixth sense, that inner knowing. You will be guided. Each one of us will be guided. I wouldn't live on the coast. I wouldn't live on any coastal town, to be honest with you. So I'm glad to be in Toronto where I am. I do feel, and if anybody is familiar with Edgar Cayce, he often said back in the 1930s and 40s, that Canada would be a safe haven during the pole shift. He specifically mentioned Montreal, Alberta, Calgary, but I have a friend who's Ojibwa, and he said, Betsy, someday when the change comes, Turtle Island, the turtle's gonna pull his head in, his legs, and you'll see the pole shift. And if we're on Turtle Island, his legs and his head would be northern northern canada his legs would be down around new england florida would be his lower leg the turtle's upper left leg would be around vancouver island oregon his lower leg would be down around california which many psychics say will turn into you know 150 islands but i do expect to see changes but not not specifically on the night of December 21st 2012
3: what do you see in general for let's say the next the next couple of months bessie we know that the the economy is really shaky with the with the uh, unions in greece going on strike the american dollar and the stock exchanges are are taking a plunge today there are fears about world peace with the with the discovery of the plot in Mexico, well you know pertaining to that that now has Iranian connections we've got certain members of the u s government who actually uh, look at this as an act of war and that there should be uh, military strikes taken against iran we've got the unrest in the Middle East between uh, Iran and Israel you know what what do you see is going to happen, or is this all part of the great test that we're being put through by the powers to be
2: well the Native Canadians and Native Americans, the Aboriginal people, call it the Great Purification. And it's a test, and I'll just say, well, we see with Occupy Wall Street, and now this week we're going to have Occupy Bay Street in Toronto. I think it's this weekend or yeah. starting next week, where it's, you'll see it's going to go, especially with social media. It's so easy to tweet and text, you know, gather here, protest there. But I do, and I hate to say this, but the U.S. unemployment, I get it's at about 10% now. I get with like 2012. I feel it will go up to like 20%. I just get jobs are going hmm. to be so scarce. I, I'm blessed and I'm very happy to be in Canada. I'm grateful. I feel much stronger with the Canadian economy and the the outlook in Canada. You know how we joke about our crazy weather? We have four seasons, we get them all in one day sometimes. True. But you'll see, Canada will come out stronger. But I get, as we talk, I get Spirit saying, there's hope, but the world needs a spiritual answer to a physical problem. It's an economic problem that needs a spiritual answer. And you know, there's an old saying, God always answers me-mail. So I will say, I do feel as we go into the spring of 2012, there'll come, Spirit is saying there'll be a test, but there will be someone that comes to power and promises peace, but I don't get it to be a lasting peace. It'll be a little Band-Aid, you know. But I do feel, and I hate to say this, but I do feel eventually, that we will see a war in the Middle East. I don't wish that. But many years ago, I'll say 1990, Mm -hmm. I asked Spirit if there would be a World War III, and I went into meditation, and I did see a nuclear war. I certainly hope I'm not around to see this, but I pray for peace. I, I, You know, it's something out of my control.
3: If we were all to pray or send positive thoughts, would we be able to change anything?
2: Well, that's what I was saying a little bit earlier in the show about bless, don't curse." Mm-hmm. Then, yeah, I'll tell you when Osama bin Laden was murdered was assassinated, I didn't rejoice, I didn't celebrate, I didn't I was so calm. Yeah. And I'm thinking, gee, that's not the reaction I had on September 11th, 2001. But I, And I just thought, Betsy, you've grown. I've grown. My attitude has changed. And I get where, as we go into 2012, people are going to change. And I'll say it this way. Those that go to a higher spiritual vibration, they'll be fine and they'll be taken care of. They'll always prosper. But what we're seeing, the backlash on Wall Street now, people that lied, cheated, and stole their way to the top. I read somewhere some guy he's got a $900 million bonus for scamming people out of their mortgages. Well, how can he look himself in the mirror or sleep at night? But our spirit is saying, you'll see the reverberation. There will be a reverberation. But I get um, lots of changes Mm -hmm. coming. I want to go to Europe I get all right, let's let's talk about let,
3: let's talk about Europe when we come back from this commercial okay. break. Betsy Bleg is my special guest. B e t s y b a l e g a dot com is her website. She's the author of Being Mystic, as well as a very well known and respected psychic, clairvoyant in Toronto. Don't go away. We all have that
5: friend who wakes up early to go get everyone McDonald's breakfast, while the rest of us sleep in. This is your sign to thank them.
3: Your whiskey, sugar, heal, and make your motor run. Betsy Belega is our guest this first hour of tonight's show, XO Nation. Her website is www.betsybelega.com. First of all, Betsy, thanks very much for joining us all. a great pleasure talking to you. Congratulations on the success of your book, Being Mystic. And before we went to the commercial break, we were talking about uh, you know what you saw for the next couple of months, and we had just started to talk about Europe and the euro when we had to make our break for the spot.
2: Well, Rob, again, thanks for having me on the X-Zone. It's always a pleasure to be on. And I will say that I do sense that Europe, some mm-hmm. countries you'll see, They'll go to uh, the German money, and I feel that the euro, what people thought, what the rulers of Europe thought was a great idea many years ago, Mm -hmm. they're going to find that it's not working, and I do get where it's... You'll see the monetary system in Europe shift, but I also want to say... I get the vibration I'll say in about within the next three to four years where Canada, United States and Mexico, they'll try to make one monetary system. Instead of having the Canadian dollar, the American dollar, the pesos in Mexico, Mm -hmm. they'll try to bring these three countries into alignment. You know, but
3: but when you look at that economically, with the with the massive uh, debt load that the United States has and, and Mexico has, why in the name of heavens would Canada ever want to get involved with that?
2: Well, I hope that Canada doesn't get yeah, involved. Yeah, me in too. It. I hope that. You know, there's the old farmer in the Dell, the cheese stands alone, and mm-hmm. I hope the Canada cheese the cheese stands alone.
3: You know, I'm not very happy that the Alberta tar sands uh, is now has been taken over by an American company and that our natural resources are being pumped down to the United States. That doesn't make me feel very good at all. I love the Americans, don't get me wrong, but to see well, our natural resources being taken away from us.
2: Well, you know, the MS Liberation Treatment um, Canada, Saskatchewan was mm-hmm. going to do trials with the, you know, having your ju- jugular veins cleared. And I was watching about three weeks ago. I was watching a certain news station with the ticker, and it says American company wants to partner with Canada on MS liberation treatment. And I called my girlfriend and I said. Just watch the pharmaceutical, the American. Exactly. Co- and I am an American. Yeah. They'll say, what's in it for me? Yep. And today in the Toronto Star, there's a big ad about the Rhode Island uh, Vascular Clinic. It's going to be in Barry, Ontario. They want to inform Canadians how they can get this treatment done. Unreal. No. Because if trials are done in Canada... The treatment would be free for all Canadians. That's to right. Their jugular veins. Hey Betsy, I so, hate to America, do this. Back off,
3: okay, Betsy. I hate to do this, buddy, but you—we're uh, out of time for tonight. Thank you very much for joining us. Always a great well, thank pleasure. You. And uh, keep up your great work, my dear.
2: And likewise, Ron, Th- Rob, thank you for having me. Take care, Betsy. Betsy, happy Baleaga. Halloween. Happy
3: Halloweeny. Betsy belega has been my guest this hour, www.betsybelega.com And I'll be back on the other side of this commercial break with the news as the X-Zone continues from our studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada.